Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast tribe. We are taking a deep dive today into what to do next after you've set some goals. This is the next or lowest hanging fruit on the health hierarchy priority of needs. All right, I have uh, my brother Rad joining us again. If this is our first time meeting, my name is Yanni Bormeister. Behind the mixer, we got the voice of God, Richie. And uh, today is a very important show. This whole week is a very important show because we're going to be uh, teaching you guys how to become laser focused on the right priorities so that you attack and achieve your goals. Uh, more successfully than you've ever done before. And it's a very, very important um, discussion to have in regards to uh, where your focus should be, what the next step is. Uh, And we're going to assume that you saw our motivation series that we wrapped up uh, last year with, which went through the processes of uh, setting goals and, you know, how to get your mind (coughs) set right and uh, all of those bits and pieces. And then over the holiday break, I came in and did an exclusive deep dive for our UMS online coaching tribe on the exact process I used to use and still use to a degree. It gets easier and easier and it's less work every year because you're kind of iterating on the same plan and strategy. But uh, the powerful process of breaking down and getting really clear on how to build an annual plan and strategy. Uh, You can access that video. I ended up making it uh, available to the Movement Mastermind group. It is live um, up there. Today, we're going to talk about the next step. And this is a very big one. It it took Rad, myself and Richard um, over a decade to create the health hierarchy of needs. And there's a very, very important reason why. And that is that the majority of the health and fitness industry focus on the wrong things too early. Uh, it's almost like trying to climb a mountain by taking a leap to the peak or the summit, you know, without actually uh, doing the, the footwork, the groundwork, the climbing. And, uh, and that's something that, uh, you know, Rad is very passionate about as well, um, which is creating an, a, a daily exercise habit. Step two on the, on the health hierarchy is all about creating a daily exercise habit. And we like to say a healthy daily exercise habit. And the word healthy refers to balance, balance between strength, flexibility, and fitness, starting with building a solid foundation. Yeah, it's funny. I remember 20 years ago um, when I was obsessed with Kung Fu and I was, um, you know, going to my Kung Fu school and constantly I was the student that asked more questions than anyone else to my Sifu, um, which is teacher in Chinese. And um, I was also, if I look back at what I would have been like, I would have been a shit student to have because I had all the um, natural talent in the world and all the all the potential to go really good, but I was on on and off all the time because of the you know smoking pot and all the dumb shit we used to do on the weekends. So you know I'd be hot for three weeks and then I'd be cold for three weeks. But I remember I used to say to my teacher all the time I was constantly asking him what I had to do and this and that, and he used to he just used to say the same thing to me over and over again he said don't worry about all the specifics that you have to do worry about turning up five or six days a week and do that consistently for a month and if you do that consistently for a month then start asking me about what it is that you should do with your time when you're here and i never got it i i, I never got it i always uh, for 10 years i just always wanted to know exactly what it is that i should be doing with my time and i finally get it you know from a teacher's perspective 
when you've got as when you've been teaching for as long as we have, you, you know that the specifics of what you do with your time are irrelevant until you create consistency. Yeah. It's it's irrelevant because the best program in the world means absolutely nothing if you don't follow it. Yeah. And so that's why we put this at the bottom of the health hierarchy. It comes it's so far before anything else that you need to know. If you haven't gotten this daily habit of movement, um, you know, if 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 you want to know like yeah, and that's and that's why we've created the foundations program to be such a uh, such a. I was going to say basic, but it's not basic, but such a staple, such a staple program. It like people people always, people that get into the foundations program, always like this. What's the most common question? How do I incorporate? How do I include this with my foundations program? And the answer is always the same. We say don't. Yeah. Just do the foundations program because until you've proven to yourself that you can do this for months on end and just and, and consistently do it, then it's irrelevant what things you add to it. Yeah. And um, and people that follow that foundations program in the UMS and don't do anything else but the foundations program get phenomenal results. Yeah. yeah. Now in, in a moment we're gonna talk to um, talk exactly what we did to our coaching program that was quite alarming to a lot of people and you know, certainly affects the sellability of the product or the program, but gets better results. And we're also gonna talk about exactly what you guys should do. But before I do, I do wanna uh, mention that this this show is sponsored by our UMS online coaching program. And uh, if you guys ever want to learn more about that, then you can hit us up with a either a, per, a personal message, you can comment here uh, and we'll send you a link and you can go check um, read up all about it. But uh, I also want to give a shout out to those joining us live on the UMS Movement Mastermind group. Uh, we've got Christy here, we've got Dave. Let us know who you are, where you're tuning in from. I can see there's a bunch of you tuning in live. If you haven't already, guys, and you're listening on the podcast or watching the YouTube replay, get yourself over to Facebook and join the UMS Movement Mastermind. You will have to agree to abide by the code of conduct or we will not grant you access to the group. Um, let's see everybody uh, and the discussion we have coming on. Now, question of the day for those joining us live and for everyone in the comments section, I would like to ask you guys, what type of exercise are you doing right now? What type of exercise are you committing to in the new year? Is it strength training? Is it cardio? Are you going to run a marathon? Are you starting a sport? Do you already participate in a sport? Are you a martial artist? Uh, let us know in the comments and uh, and we would love to um, hear a bit about it. Anyway, last year we made a huge decision and that was, uh, and it was it was largely, it was all three of us. We talked about why, how we, we're always iterating and trying to figure out how we can get people the best results. But what we noticed was, you know, we used to, pa we used to um, package the UMS online coaching program up so that um, one of the perks of being part of the online coaching, despite the fact that we wanted people to start with the foundations program and then progress through to the progressions program, build a strong foundation of strength, flexibility and fitness before ever considering to start unlocking really advanced skills because you just beat your head against a brick wall and we'll talk more about that in a second until you're strong, flexible and athletic. 
despite the fact that we wanted to, we, that was always the intention and priority with the, with the UMS Online Coaching, we provided access to every one of our skills masterclasses, our rehab programs, all of the standalone products that we sell. And quite frankly, the standalone products that we sell, the majority of them, um, specifically the rehab programs, the 18 minute stretch routine, they are designed to be an appetizer. They're designed to be a precursor, something that you can try, you see the quality of the program, and then hopefully go, wow, I wanna work with these guys on an ongoing basis and join our subscription, our online coaching program. Uh, the, the Skills Masterclasses are kind of an interchangeable feature, but all of those products and programs come nowhere near the level of coaching and, uh, and program design that you get when you join the UMS Online Coaching. And what we found was, after running the program for a year, every single person that came in saw all of these shiny objects, all of these skills masterclass, handstand, press to handstand, all these things, and that was what they were attracted to. And they, but none of them had put the groundwork in yet. None of them had built a really strong foundation, or very few, I won't say none, that's probably too much of a generalization. There were a few people, uh, but um, uh, very few could, had the basic flexibility standards or strength standards that were needed to be able to move on to those skills. And we were just uh, running around in circles. It's very hard to tell someone that they're not good enough to do something once they've started doing it. It's much easier to pre-frame them and tell them that uh, it is uh, important that they do the A, B, and C first before they go and do that, you know? But once someone's dived down the rabbit hole of trying to unlock a skill, and then after three or four months that they're not getting there, you say, look, you've got to go back and build the foundation, you know? So we made a huge decision. Um, and what was that decision, Rad? Well, we decided to remove all of the, um, all of the extra stuff from the UMS subscription and focus only on the stuff that is exclusive to the UMS uh, uh, subscription, which is the foundations program, the progressions program, the technique optimizer that will be getting released later this month uh, the strength maximizer, which we it, there is already a version of it there, which is we call the superhuman strength program, but we're going to be updating that, and, and it's going to be actually getting harder than what it currently is. Uh, the strength and flexibility essentials mini course and the structural balance blueprint, which is all when you put it all together, it is the it is our process of teaching people how to combine strength and flexibility, and how to create customized workouts for themselves that overcome weak links in the body and make you stronger and more flexible than you ever have before, based on decades of our own experience that draws on even more decades of some of the highest level, you know, highest achieving strength coaches in the world that we've been learning from now for almost two decades each. Yep. Um, so yeah, and it, it it is because I get, it's funny because well, it goes back to what you just said before about your Kung Fu. When you join a Kung Fu Academy, sorry to interrupt you, you want to unlock the best move, the flashiest move. Yeah. And it's this, 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 um, it's, it's our psychology. We want the biggest thing quickly. Continue, sorry. Well, it's the, um, yeah, the, if, as it, from a coach's perspective, from our perspective, we were getting frustrated that people just kept asking the same questions. But from a member's perspective, how would they know that everybody else has asked the same question before them? So everybody's asking the same question all the time. How do I combine this with this? When, and we were just banging our heads 
on the table going, you don't. Yeah. You don't do it yet. You wait until you get to a point where the because the, what happens is like it's not even just getting to a daily habit of movement. It's that you have to get to a point with the UMS where you don't really need to look at the instructions anymore. And if you're still at a point like I mean, I do online coaching myself and I have done online coaching with people that know more than I do about a certain area for many, many years now. And that's one of the reasons why the UMS is what it is. Yanni's done a lot of coaching in the past before. We, we learned from people, we didn't make this stuff up. We just learned from other people, took the things that we believed were valuable, rejected the things that we believed were invaluable, and that was the UMS. So when, you, when I do a new phase with my online coaching, there's a period of time where I have to look at videos all the time. I've got to be co constantly going back and looking at videos and rereading my program card, and the workout takes me three hours. And then after a few weeks of doing it, I'm not looking at the videos anymore and the same workout takes me two hours. Well, the same thing will happen with you with the UMS. The workouts might take you 90 minutes, maybe more, if you're having to constantly look at the videos and reread the programs. But once you've done it enough and you just look, oh, okay, that's what I'm doing today, the same workout will take you 60 minutes. Yeah. And until you get to that point, you want to add something else to it as well. How long have you got to train? Yeah. And what will happen is you'll find that you'll start getting frustrated. But it's not just that. It's about what we spoke about <coughs> yesterday with Phil about load capacity, you know, and people just trying to do too much for where they're at right now, overfilling their cup really quickly. And you, the last thing you want to do uh, in January when you've set big audacious goals, hopefully you've gone through the goal setting process that I shared with you uh, over the holiday break and possibly even watched the full series on motivation that we wrapped up the year with last year or listened to the podcast. Uh, and you now know a little bit about what a big hairy audacious goal is and you've set your fitness hairy audacious goal, uh, maybe even other, in other areas of your life if you watched my deep dive over the holiday break. And now, you know, you, you need to, the first thing that you need to do is um, increase your load capacity so that you are not going to injure yourself when you start to invert, go upside down for your master classes later on in the year and things like that, you know, or when you start to do muscle ups or your muscle up master class, you don't end up with chronic forearm tendinopathy or, you know, um, all these different things. And, and at the same time, you're unlocking your flexibility and you're building end range strength so that when it comes time to do your press to handstand masterclass, you are able to actually do a pancake and you can actually put your hands on the floor in, in nice posture so that you can stack your shoulders. And all these things come at the right time if you follow the program. But the very first step is to just do exactly what you said uh, and you experienced in your martial arts uh, training is to just turn up every day and build a healthy habit that is that we call um, uh, healthy is is balanced. So if you're not training in a one to one ratio of strength and flexibility, you're you're imbalanced. If you haven't balanced your joints anatomically uh, from agonist antagonist muscle groups to avoid glide and stabilize all the joints from symmetry perspectives from left to right side by doing uni a unilateral phase of training so that each leg each arm gets its own weight to to deal with so that your body evens itself out. If you haven't done those things yet, you, you're gonna hit a really annoying plateau. And the plateau's either gonna be just simply frustrating because you do not see progress for months and months on end, 
or you're going to hit a plateau caused by an injury or an issue that you end up having to have on online consultations with Phil and Nilesh about, which are going to be just as frustrating, more frustrating. The worst thing you can experience in your training, as far as I'm concerned, is, is an injury that you know forces you to go right back to the drawing board and, and, and in some cases, start all over again, You know, have, have another run at the mountain. And, and it happens all the time, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, just recently, and I'm going to digress a tiny bit out into the reeds here, but it's, it's funny. Recently, my father, for the very first time, has shown an interest in investing and he started to buy crypto, of all things, uh, um, because of the, the rise in popularity. And, you know, within two weeks of him making his first purchases, which I'm teaching him how to do the most basic dollar cost average in and do things that are going to work long term. And I'm trying to teach him about this whole long term mindset. W within two weeks, he's trying to day trade crypto, the most volatile market on the planet, because he got a little bit of success and saw that his, his portfolio went up by 20%. And he's like, oh, my God, if I just start trading in and out of these things i'm going to make lots more money you know and and uh, and of course it just started to wipe him out and and it's just this natural thing it, human nature is that we're greedy mm. we're greedy and we want everything really quickly we, we, no matter how good the results are we want them to be better or faster you know we want to get things quicker than everyone else or quicker than we perceived possible previously you know and our training is no different we see it time and time again but the people that get the best results just turn up and do the work, focus on step one, ignite motivation, find the right program, the right coaches, the right tribe to hang out with. Then step two is just focus on building a daily habit of movement, of exercise that's balanced. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that you can even, uh, like I'd add to that is that this is another lesson that I got from my Sifu um, years and years ago when I was questioning some of what he was saying. He just looked at me and smiled and said, your job isn't to question what I tell you to do. Your job is to decide if I'm the right teacher for you. And if I'm the right teacher for you, then you do what I say. Yeah. And that's how it works. Yeah. And that, that's when things really changed for me. That's when I, and that's stayed with me for a long time. And ever since then, one of the reasons why I've been able to achieve what I have been able to achieve is because that's what I do. When I go and learn from a teacher, if they tell me to jump, I, my only thing that I say back is how high? Yeah. How high should I jump? Yeah. I don't say, well, maybe, do you think maybe I should take two steps before I jump? No, the teacher said jump. The only thing you say is how high. Yeah. And you, you, really, you really need to think about how deep what I'm trying to say is. Because if you're, if you're somebody that's looking for teachers and you listen to what we say and you think about it and then say, okay, but I'm going to do it this way, even though they said to do it that way, I'm going to do it this way. You're, you're going to have a frustrating experience because you are going to continue to just keep chopping and changing and looking for the next thing. And I highly advise that whoever you decide to learn from, that you do exactly what they say. And if it's not us, then don't learn from us. But yeah. you know, listen to what we've got to say, take it with a grain of salt. But whoever you invest in as a coach, do what they tell you to do. And we've had this, we've seen this time and time again with, with our business as well. We've had business coaches, Yanni and I and Richard, and we have had times where our business coaches have told us to do something and we tried to do it a different way. We thought, well, okay, that's nice that you think that, but we're different and we're gonna do it this way. And five years later, we were 
failing and our business coach sat down and said, okay, well, what about X, Y, and Z? And they basically went back to the thing that they told us to do five years ago. And we were like, oh, we're doing it this way. And they just looked at us and went, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. And we finally made the change that they told us what, what to do five years ago. And guess what? Business got better, you know? I mean, you, you think about that with our positioning, with what we do in our, you know, when we got told years ago by Sean Greeley some of the stuff that we should be doing with our business and we didn't listen to it. And five years later, we're doing exactly what he said to fix a problem that we should have fixed five years ago. Yeah. And you'll go through the same thing. So you have to, yeah, like this, this concept, like if we go back to it, what does it mean? What, what we're trying to say to you is work on the daily habit of movement before anything else. And if you don't know what that means, if you're sitting there doing what most people do, which is, well, what should that look like? How, how should I do it? Should I do some of this and some of this and some of this? Do the foundations program. Yeah. Because it's, go- it's going to give you the best balance between strength and flexibility and you don't have to think about it at all. Yeah. Just do it. So Rad's just given you a huge c- clue to how I wanted to wrap this up. And we've got some great discussion going on in the comments, which I'm going to get to in a sec, guys. I love reading all of your training goals. And I love that we've got Ced on the uh, stream here live. Cedric is a, uh, was a member of Unity Gym here in Australia for many, many years at one of our... Um, I think he won an award one year for outstanding achievement, I he think. He did, the greatest cheese eater. <laughs> but now he's back in France. He was the, he was uh, the Frenchiest member at Unity Gym. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for a while, yeah, for a while. Uh, anyway, um, but the, the, the next step, and I want to really make this clear as, as we bring this in for a, uh, a, a nice landing, um, it's absolutely critical that you guys move heaven and earth to be able to train as frequently as possible. So if a lot of you might be thinking, well, I've only got time to train once a week or twice a week or three times a week. Whatever, you, whatever your starting point is, your number one goal after setting, your, your next step, your number one priority after setting your goals around fitness is to move heaven and earth to expand or increase the frequency of your training. Mm. And that might mean that you go from having only half hour a day to 45 minutes a day, or it might mean you're going from one session to two, or two to three, or three to four, or four to five, or five to six. Whatever it is, wherever you are on your journey, the next step in your process is to move heaven and earth to increase the frequency and consistency of your training prioritize it more time block it in your schedule have that discussion with your spouse partner or immediate other uh, to get them on board to allow you that moment of time you know i have to negotiate with kalisha so that i come into work a little bit later so she can get to the gym in the morning and i take the boys so she can get her daily dose of exercise in but we know how important that is. You know, Rad and I and Richard have had to negotiate many times when we train so that we still get the important stuff done for our business, but we have that two hour block blocked out in our calendars so that we get our training in every day. And it moves from morning to afternoon, depending on where we're at in business and how much work needs to be done, because it's always, we feel better to get your training done early in the day before the rest of your life takes over and gets in the way and interferes with your schedule, you know? But that's your next goal. That's your next step. Your next step is to move heaven and earth to strategize a way to increase or prioritize your daily dose of healthy. By healthy, we mean balanced exercise, strength, flexibility, symmetry, foundational strength, flexibility, and fitness, all of those things. And if you don't know how to do that, if you've got no clue how to do that, then petition in the comments or of the UMS 
mastermind or the podcast or youtube for us to do a flash sale on the uh, foundations program phase one which will give you an insight or join our ums online coaching where you get access to all three of the phases and uh and the progressions and everything else you know uh and maybe i can move heaven and earth and get the guys to do a flash sale early in the year uh in january for that foundations program i don't know what we have planned coming up but uh it is definitely something that you guys should consider now very quickly, I want to go through. Aiden Potts is saying, what's up doing the UMS this year as well as Peloton Cycling? Peloton uh, Cycling, I've been looking into that company. It's an, an amazing little company. Uh, very impressive. Uh, for those who don't know, it's like a really, really flashy bike uh, that you install in your house that's on a, uh, a pedestal. That, uh, it's like a spin bike, but next level. And it's got a screen and you do like proper classes, workouts. It's really, really cool. Cedric is boxing, started boxing here in, in uh, Sydney, I believe. Tennis and eating far too much cheese. Well, you are the cheese eating champion. Uh, and Aiden Potts, love the goal setting series. Yanni, super helpful. Some goals for me are achieving structural balance in strength flexibility tests. Do a 30 second handstand and be able to do a weighted pistol squat barefooted. Very nice, big, hairy, audacious goals, Aiden. I'm sure you're going to crush them if you stay consistent this year. And uh, Kurt Dyer, uh, welcome to the stream. I haven't seen you on the live before. Uh, brother, g'day from over the ditch. Been following you, lads, since COVID hit. Currently on Foundations Phase 2. Really enjoying your approach to training and getting some great structural movements. I also train Kung Fu, uh, so can relate to some of Rad's insights. Keep up the great work, guys. Yeah, that's awesome, brother. It's really great to hear you enjoying uh, Foundations. Look, Foundations, if you really take it on board and do it properly, is a revolution in training. It, it's, a, it's a general preparation phase. So it is training for training. It is training to prepare you for the harder training that's to come uh, but it is it, it, people get such incredible results when they really sink their teeth in and just prioritize that foundations program with no other distractions it's the it's the best way to do it it will certainly complement your kung fu training i tell you what i wish i had that program when i used to box at an elite level it would have sorted out a lot of my issues lee clements is saying foundations cardio on days off cycling and walking daily brilliant uh, that's really, really good to hear. I am uh, walking and running every morning as well, which has really, really um, been making me feel good. And Lee's saying, start most days with foundations for 18 uh, or 18 minute routine. That's unreal. Um, as I said, yeah, look, the, the 18 minute routine, and, we're, and guys, we're actually redoing a lot of these programs this year because we know a lot more about how they should fit together and what they should look like in a training split. And uh, the 18 minute routine is going to become a routine that we encourage people to do uh, if they're on vacation or if on days that they can't train for a full hour and uh, it's just a nice efficient way of doing it. We're re-releasing -re a new 18 minute strength routine and uh, to, to complement it so you can sort of do them on um, different days if you want. But it's going to be uh, it's going to be freaking awesome. We've got some big plans this year and the first one is just to get the gym under management with our new uh, legendary gym manager uh, so that Rad has more time to invest in the online coaching program. Anyway, guys, that's pretty much all we've got time for. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, that's it. I'm, um, I'm just working my ass off at the moment to 
to get uh, to deal with the new year intake that we have that is the 28 day intensive and uh, it's always a busy time of, uh, of, of the year for us at Unity Gym or at any gym really but the nature of the COVID environment means that we've never had as much riding on this as uh, as we do now and so we really are we really are fighting to um, you know to make sure that we don't we're not one of the other small businesses that yep. you know that yep. goes under with this. So if anyone, <coughs> if anyone, we, whenever we say this stuff, we always get people from around the world saying, "Oh, what can I do to help? How, how can we help you?" Uh, there's two things that you can do to help us. Number one is you can sign up or maintain your membership with the UMS Online Coaching. That'll be the best thing. And if that's not for you, grab one of our flash sales, and that's the best way to support Speaking us. Speaking of which, which we have one finishing today. Yeah, the, I, ju um, I, I yeah, just realized the, the that flexibility the, in or, or the ten hours, yeah. forty minutes. We have we have all masterclasses on sale today, which is pretty counterintuitive because we just told you to ignore the shiny objects. <laughs> but if you are at that level. Or you want to just well, stockpile great programs. I'd, I'd be happy to back up what we're saying. We always say the UMS is the way to go and the masterclasses come after you have, like they're a bolt onto the UMS. But at the same time, they are also designed to be able to do completely on their own. Yeah. And if that's where you're at, if where you're at is that you already do a whole bunch of training and you only want to get more flexible or you only want to learn how to do a muscle up or learn how to use the gymnastics things or you just want to learn how to do a handstand or if you're budget sensitive and you just can't commit to a monthly subscription then the master classes are a great option yeah so where but we are going we are beating this drum of trying to get people who are sitting there trying to decide what should i do and, and it's a choice do i do the ums or do i do the master class we're trying to say do the ums yeah. but if that's not you and you just want to get one of these programs that's that's going to help you to nail one of those skills that we're teaching get one of them now it's going to be uh, a game changer for you and it's going to really help us now quick there's two questions here you've got one i've got one i'm going to answer joe um joe my morning walk or run is absolutely reserved for uh podcasts and audiobooks i never listen to music brother um i find it's an hour and it's an hour that i combine with study and uh, i start from 5 30 in the morning i'm listening to podcasts and listening to interviews uh, all around finance because i manage the treasury and i'm the cfo of the company uh and and i you know i have to keep my finger on the pulse and understand what's happening and because we're invested in markets all over the world uh we i need to know what's going on joe you're gonna have to uh just go without your your um dancing while your you go house. for a um while you go for a run <laughs> and listen to listen to your crypto there's brother. so much going on and there's so because of the globally the macro economics at the moment with the virus and everything that's going on and the printing of money and all sorts of uh, stuff uh, it, there's a huge there's huge opportunities to make a lot of money right now and so there's no time for future house brother uh, this one's for rad how would you incorporate the progressions program with boxing martial arts training very good question uh, and that depend the, the very first thing that you decide is um, what is your number one priority is your number one priority are you doing the progressions program to be better at martial arts and boxing or are you doing martial arts and boxing because you just love it and you just want to be able to keep doing it and your number one priority is to get really strong and flexible and get a balanced body? And then the answer is simple. You do the other one around whatever the priority is. Yep. 
So there is so like again, people get so hung up on like we've had people just come back with for every question that we answer, they come back with three more questions about how to build the perfect routine to work around their martial arts training. And again, it just goes back to forget all of that. Just start working on it daily. And if your priority is martial arts, then don't kill yourself when you do the progressions program. Do the training in a way where you feel that it doesn't fatigue you so badly that when you do your martial arts training, you can still perform at 100%. And it's gonna be trial and error. You'll go to training one day and you'll go, oh my God, my legs are so sore, I can't kick properly. Well, you went too hard. Go easier on the leg day, you know? I've got something to add. Sorry, are you, are, you, are you done? So one of the things that we tend to fall into a trap of when we're in a martial artist or a boxer, and I was a boxer for 16 years on and off from 14 to 30, and uh, it um, y- you forget that you should be cycling. You know, a professional athlete cycles their training. They do not just do the same thing constantly and consistently and they prepare for an event. So they have a training camp and the training camp will have specific phases of training that they're prioritizing certain things, certain attributes, whether it's the fighting, the skill of fighting or uh, martial arts, or it's uh, the development of certain um, attributes like speed, power, and overall strength uh, or flexibility. And as, as general pops and not professional athletes, we forget that that's how athletes train and we're trying to mimic athletes. So what I suggest is when I was, when I was boxing at, a high, at the highest level and I was trying to be, become selected for like a Commonwealth team or a, a, an Olympic team, which I was never good, uh, good enough to do and I never made it past state um, uh, selection, but um, the, the, I, I was only doing strength training twice a week and one workout was um, maximal strength development and one workout was speed power development or um, power development. And so that would require a lot of plyometrics and, and contrast method training uh, and stuff like that. You can Google those and look them up. But the, the but then there was per- a period where my coach said when I was about 18 or 19, you are so skinny, a strong wind would blow you over because I was doing about 30 hours of boxing a week, which is mostly cardio. You need to put on some muscle. And so for a period of time, I trained like a bodybuilder. You know, I literally just went into the gym and found a friend of mine who was into bodybuilding and said, can you teach me how to lift weights? And I just worked on building mass and I put on eight kilos of muscle mass, you know, and went up um, two weight divisions in, in amateur. So the, the, it, it, what Rad said is very important. What is your priority? It, do you have deficiencies that you need to fix? Um, flexibility is a big one for martial arts. If you're not really flexible and your body's fighting itself to do a head kick, then that should become your priority for a training cycle. Get more flexible and build end range strength so you can lift your leg up in the air like Jean-Claude Van Damme could, you know. Uh, If you are not muscular enough and you're injuring yourself all the time or you're getting thrown around uh, uh, when you're boxing or or, um, wrestling, then do a training phase on building raw strength and muscle mass, you know. And then come back to your skills training, your martial arts. And so that would mean that you'd only do the, the actual skill of martial arts a couple of times a week and you'd be in the gym uh, lifting weights the majority of the week, you know. But the one thing we know for certain, and we've seen this time and time again, especially with um, jiu-jitsu, uh, we have guys come in who are state level, national level jiu-jitsu and um, brown belts and, and um, black belts and whatever. 
And they try to do both every day. They try to do UMS five days a week and jiu-jitsu five or six days a week, and they just absolutely overdo it and both suffer. Uh, and so you get mediocre results in both. So you just have to do what Rad said, prioritize and do a cycle of training and just let, let it go that one thing isn't gonna be progressing as much during that, because, but in the greater, in the long run, in the macro, everything will get better. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right, guys, see you tomorrow. We're going to go deeper into uh, the habit of exercise. We're going to be talking about why people get mediocre results when they don't build a balanced foundation. See you tomorrow. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, that's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.